Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, thanks for joining us today on the Video Games Now podcast. This is your co-host, Will, joined by Rodney. Hey, what's up, VGN crowd? This is episode two, where we are going to be talk about our picks of 2018. We'll talk a little bit about Sea of Thieves, A Way Out, and Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered Edition, coming up on VGN. So uh, our picks of 2018, uh, we have a little bit of a list here, but uh, we'll, we'll go through it in a very civil manner. I thought we would start with Sea of Thieves. Uh, Will and I had the wonderful opportunity to take part in the alpha as well as the beta, even though Will had some issues with the beta that he couldn't couldn't get on. But uh, yeah, Sea of Thieves was, I mean, what did you think when you first saw the uh, E3 trailer, Will? The trailer just blew my mind. It's been a long time since I've been excited about a Rareware game, and just seeing that was mind-blowing. It's like the similar feeling as when Rare released the trailer for DK64, and you're like, what is what is this masterpiece that I'm seeing? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a game-breaking moment. Yeah, the Alpha obviously had some bugs. It's in Alpha, so you can expect to see those. Uh, like, you and me got stuck in the front of a shipwreck, and we couldn't get out, and we are like, how? <laughs> Probably shouldn't have jumped in the shipwreck for Well, one. I mean, I, went, I got stuck in there, and I was trying to get out, and then you're like, oh, are you really stuck in there? And you jumped in there with me. I was like, oh, Hey, yeah. I got out, and then you had to follow me, so. Yeah, so. All right, anyways, yeah, so uh, we had a lot of fun on the Alpha. Um, they were navigating the ship and watching out for other enemy ships and stuff. It was all a huge cooperative uh, effort, so you and me teamed up with uh, a couple friends of ours, and we uh, had a good time. Yeah, uh, our friends jumped in. We had different crews. Uh, we played with a couple randoms with the matchmaking. That didn't work out as well as we wanted. We found one guy, Freebird. Yeah, Freebird yeah. was good. I remember we had to place someone in uh, in the brig. Th- in the brig, yeah, because yeah. he wasn't following the uh, what we were doing at all. Yeah, well, he was just puking in his mug and then throwing it in our face, and we're like, "All right, well, we want to like loot treasure, matey." Yeah, <laughs> this guy was just drinking all the brew. Yeah, yeah, our, our grog was empty. Oh yeah, our, yeah. So before we even like made it out of the the bay. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the. Um, the alpha was good. The only thing it was missing for me was uh, a couple more chests. 
because uh, you do the main the like the where you go out and find treasure chests according to whatever treasure map you got. But like that was it. There was nothing else on the island to do, and I thought that that was kind of boring. But uh, they fix that in the beta where you go on the island and you're following your quest map or whatever. But there's just chests littered everywhere. Uh, they tightened up the combat in the beta. It was it was quite nice. I'm actually quite excited to uh, get the full game out on March 20th, which we'll be doing another episode on later. So we don't want to talk too much about Sea of Thieves, even though we do. I um, do want to bring up uh, one thing is I loved Four Men. I liked the Two Men. I thought the single skiff needed a bit of work. It yeah. was way too hard to navigate and uh, drive the ship. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was shocked when he told me that. I've never played single because why? Why? <laughs> yeah, like I had to make sure I wasn't going to crash into anything, then go downstairs and look at the map. Yeah. And then go back upstairs. And by the time I got back upstairs, I just realized I wasn't the only one on my ship anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, well, uh, yeah, that's Sea of Thieves. Like I said, we'll talk about it more in a later episode uh, in March and when it comes out on the 20th. But the next game that we're really excited about actually comes out a day after Sea of Thieves, so we're going to be a little bit uh, tied up for a little bit trying to play all these. But it's called A Way Out, and yeah, I saw the trailer at E3. I think same with you. I saw it, yeah. Yeah, it was like awesome. Like It's it's what you want, kind of. like It's bringing back... It's bringing back couch co-op, which is what everything's missing nowadays. It's the game that everyone's been waiting for. It's one that's going to be a... It was came in as a sleeper hit. I bet you it's going to be a, a big game on release. It um, just... The trailer alone was something different. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the gameplay that has been shown so far? Well, I like that it's always split screen, so you know if your partner's doing something or not, you know, like, uh, I'm sure that even though you're going to be sharing, like, you're not going to be sharing an Xbox per se, but yeah, I just like how you guys are intertwined. It's going to be a nice, uh, nice touch to play with someone cooperatively. And it's, uh, it's coming out on all, all PC, PS4, Xbox one and PC. Yeah. As you mentioned, uh, bringing back couch split screen is a big thing. I've realized a lot of games in this new generation have kind of just dropped it entirely. I love just having a friend over and they can jump into a game. I don't have to meet them online and stuff like that. Yeah. Now you need like a Nintendo system and you play like, you know, Wii Sports or uh, any of those other fun ones that you play when you get a bunch of friends together and have a drink. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this game. The prison break as- aspect that we've seen so far has me super psyched. Yeah, I agree. I like prison breaky type of games like on GTA 5 Online you had that you can get locked in prison and then you have to escape. I like that. That was fun. I I just like the whole prison break aspect. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good game by the look of it. So what did you think of the gameplay so far? Uh, from what I've seen, it looks amazing. Um, I'm going to have to hold off till I get my actual hands onto the game before I give it a, gl- a glowing review. But so far, I am excited. This is something I am waiting to play, and I am counting down the days, which we're at, I think, a month now. Yeah, just it's uh, actually the 23rd, not the 21st that it comes out. So the 23rd, and it's so it's under a month now, so... Yeah, we're going to be playing that for a while. Our, 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 my wife will have to wait for me for, for a little bit before I come back to reality. Um, 
anyways, just moving on from a way out here. We got uh, Far Cry 5. So, what do you think? Well, other than the other Far Cries that I played, this one looks a little different. Basically, we are for once being set, the game is being set in the States. It's adding something new. Other than that, uh, I don't want to touch on too many things till we get through it. But what did you think so mu- uh, so far of what you've seen? Uh, the trailer was interesting. Um, I like the premise that you're going after um, some bad people. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I haven't played a Far Cry game in quite a while. I've uh, I played the first one and a little bit of the second one, and that's actually kind of it for now. I've uh, just been kind of busy with you know life um but yeah no i'm looking to get back into the far cry series so i'm, I'm excited to do uh to try this one out uh wh- how are the other ones the three and four three uh was amazing it's probably one of the best games that's been released in the last 10 years um i really think it's a game you'd enjoy i'm hoping i can maybe find a copy of it for you to play I've also read that if you pre-order the new Far Cry 5 seasonal pa- pass, you will get a free copy of Far Cry 3. So, Well, I might just do that then. Far Cry 5 is set to come out March 27th on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So I have an Xbox One, so that is just groovy town. Um, all right, moving quite along here on the Far Cry 5. So it's set in the States, you mentioned. Um, so what do you want to get out of the new Far Cry Basically, I uh, want a, a different uh, gameplay story. I don't want to follow the same things. Three had the tattoos. Four followed the same thing. Primal Primal was a different thing entirely. Bringing the caveman aspect, not having guns. It was basically sticks and stones. <laughs> that sounds awful. A first-person sticks and stones beater? Pretty much. You're throwing spears. You're using a very primitive bow that didn't do much damage unless you got a headshot. Yeah. And you were crafting stuff from flowers and wood and rocks and mud. Interesting. It's That sounds interesting, but then I'm sure when you play it, it's like, why do I have like a piece of garbage bow? Pretty much, yeah. but you can upgrade things. It, it makes the game different mm-hmm. than all the others in the series. Right. So I really want Far Cry 5 to bring a different story, element, and setting to the series. We can't just keep reusing. Far Cry 3, as I've mentioned, was amazing. Far Cry 4 was basically just recycling 3. All right. So, was there any multiplayer on uh, 3 or 4? Multiplayer was limited other than having um, PvP kind of style and a bit of, like, PvE. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, uh, not raids, but I can't remember what they're called, but you'd go in and try to take over the fortresses with your friends. Okay. So, are you looking forward to online play with Far Cry 5? Yes, I... I haven't really looked into it too much to see what they're offering, but I'm sure whatever it is, it'll keep me satisfied. Okay. That's cool. Are, anything particular that you want done to make the online play quite enticing? As much as I'd love to say co-op, I think Far Cry has to stay single player. It just, the story is better played out. Multiplayer really should have more fortresses, some PvE stuff, 
definitely things that bring story into the element, but not um, taking over the story of the main uh, campaign. Right, gotcha. All right, cool. Let's move on from Far Cry 5, and uh, we'll check in with a game that just recently got delayed to later 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2. Booyah. Booyah. Um, So uh, I just realized that this is the third game in the series. It is. A lot of people don't realize that because they're calling it two. Yeah. But the first one wasn't really well received, I guess you could say. And a lot of people never really knew about it. Mm -hmm. So Redemption was basically the redemption of the series. Right. Um, So it's been quite a while since I've played one. Same for me. Yeah, but I... I remembered I had a lot of fun with it. It had, a, it had Grand Theft Auto kind of uh, feel to it. Yeah, the open world, um, the bounties you could do, the weapons. It was very articulate and well uh, thought out of. Yeah, for sure. One thing I kind of hope they're doing with two. I, I haven't. I just watched the trailer, but I haven't really looked too much into it. But uh, I would like to be kind of like a bandit, you know. Yeah, I. I haven't seen too much other than the trailer announcement, but it looks like it's a prequel to the first one, mm-hmm. and you're playing as uh, some sort of out- outlaw. So okay, good. Yeah, because I want to be like Robin Banks and stuff, like doing heists and. That's what they were talking about. Is you're gonna have heists and stuff like that. I'm lo- really looking forward to it, but I have a feeling we have now that it's been delayed. We're gonna see a lot more of it coming forward. Well, the one thing I don't want to see with Red Dead Redemption 2 is just, like, DLC garbage. Like, we'll, we'll talk a moment for DLC. Like, there's a there's a good way to do DLC, and then there's a bad way. A good way is, like, Zelda or um, Assassin's Creed Origins or any 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 world where, or, or the one you talked about in the last podcast, which was Skyrim or uh, Elder Scrolls. Like, you have an, a massive game that's, like, beyond hours and hours and hours of gameplay of, of original story that you get with the game that you bought and then they're like hey by the way here's a little bit extra in case you wanted it you know like whereas games like destiny is like okay well i played my 10 hours of campaign and then now i have to spend 60 dollars for another 10 hours of camp like uh, that's not the right way to do it definitely i think the way that you have to split it up is there is dlc and then there are expansions yeah exactly uh, I use this analogy a lot in real life um, about how DLC works nowadays. So back in the old days, when games had to be released finished, um, you got you go to McDonald's and you get a you get a burger and, a, and fries and a and a drink, right? So that that's your that's your that's like your sixty four. So Mario sixty four. That's that's what you get. You know, you buy the game, you get your burger, your fries, and your drink. But nowadays, you go and you buy the game, and all you get's the bun. And then they want you to buy all the toppings to make the f- the freaking burger. And then if you buy, if you pre-order it on Amazon, then you get the fries as a as a as a pre-order bonus. But if you order it from you know GameStop or or EB Games, then you get the drink as like that's not the right way to do it, you know. Yeah, I really want to touch up on this on a later podcast about uh, the DLC and the exclusives. But let's touch on it a little bit here. You are definitely correct. DLC should not be exclusive. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I think for Red Dead Redemption 2, if you played the first one, you're probably going to agree with me. At the end of the game, it wrapped up the story completely. You did not need any added content. 
the game was done. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, but what was your reactions on the first one, I guess, like as you played it? Like what? At the first, when I was starting out, I actually struggled a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I couldn't get the mechanics down. I, definitely with the lasso, trying to get the bandits and stuff like that. My aim was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got better at it and then realizing how big the game was and just how immersive and open world it was just kept me playing. Yeah, and and the environment itself also was was really diverse. Um, and I think I remember straight up getting attacked by a bear and it just didn't end out well. Uh, yeah, I think it was yeah. like there's bears, cougars, wolves. Yeah. I hate waiting. Just like in life and in video games in general, I just hate waiting. And so once you visited a place, it's like, oh, just jump in a little carriage and just it'll get you there instantly. Like it's same thing with Grand Theft Auto. Like I'll pay the extra money to get in a taxi and just skip all that driving and just get there. Yeah, I... I- it does help, I guess, but I I like, uh, especially on horseback, is just going through the wilds. Yeah, but I mean, even, I mean, a lot of people I'm sure will agree, like, once, like, fast travel is kind of a disadvantage in a, in a sense where you don't see the whole world like you should. You're just like, well, I'm, I've already been here, I'm just going to go back. Yeah, um, I'm all about exploration. Yeah. Games that are big and open world like this... I love to explore every inch. Right. That's fun. All right. Red Dead Redemption 2. We will see you in late 2018 on the Xbox, the PS4, and And PC. Nice. For all those PC gamers. Um, I haven't played very many PC games in my day. We're going to change that coming up. Yeah. I just, yeah. We're also going to get you into PS4 and uh, some other things. Yeah, I'm an indie lifer here. Oh, that doesn't change. Yeah, so. All right, moving on. This one is going to be more of me for me, so you're just going to have to ask some questions. But we have a new God of War. After years of uh, waiting, our prayers have been answered. Yes, and by the god Kronos? Kratos. Oh, so close. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I don't have a PS, um, I've never owned a PS, so I have never played God of War, but, um, I've, uh, seen, you know, clips and I know kind of what it's about, so it's interesting I would play it if I had a PS, um, but I don't. Okay, well, you've seen people play it, you know the first, the second, and third from seeing things, what was your reactions to this new reveal? Um, it's pretty brutal. Um, it kind of gave me a similar feeling to Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Um, just like the whole brutality of all the fighting that's going on. Uh, but I, I thought it looked really good at, uh, the graphics look spectacular and, uh, the gameplay looks smooth and responsive. So, yeah, I love how they've changed the setting from Greece now to, I think it's Scandinavia. So we're dealing with more of the Norse and, um... Other different gods. I don't know how that's going to play into gameplay yet. I'm avoiding everything other than the announcement trailer that I've already watched. I just want to start the game and not know anything. Yeah, it's the way they do it too. And I saw in the trailer that his son's joining him. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out, but it says your son will help you in combat. That could be interesting. Yeah, like maybe he like goes and begs people for money and distracts them and then you go and 
like take off their head or something. I don't know. Well, that's a different <laughs> type of brutality, but yeah. actually that's ruthless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if the sun can actually help you out with some of those boss fights or the mobs, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I've only seen them with the bow when they're uh, doing the hunting in the announcement trailer. So I'm interested to see like if, if you can like kind of customize how you fight. You know, like, or or is it just going to be like, oh, push X and buddy attacks buddy? Like- it's pretty much linear combat. So, like Shadow of War and stuff like that, you do have different options and attacks you can unlock. But they more of are with your weapons. God right. of War is all about uh, acquiring new weapons, abilities, and taking out your enemies with them. Gotcha. Okay. All right, moving on to another PS game that interested me. But I don't have a PS, so I can't play it. Uh, but it's for the PS VR. It's called Bravo Team. Uh, I checked out the trailer that was a Japanese, and it looked quite interesting. I actually really enjoy VR games. Uh, we played a couple at PAX last year and the year before that. Um, I mean, I got a little motion sick, but that's kind of natural. But I, I think the more you play, the less motion sick you get. I think it's more of how the camera pans and whatnot, depending on how your body has the reactions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember what the game was called, but I do agree with one of that, uh, the one that gave us motion sickness. I think it was... It was World War Tunes. World War Tunes. That was it. I remember dropping right off the cliff, not even that far, like four feet, but the camera followed and I thought I was going to be sick. Oh, yeah. I had to take my headset off at one point. It was just like, holy. Yeah. I had a full going sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, there was a VR game I played this year. It, they're like, oh, this game is not like anywhere near completed. It's like there's like this area and a cave. And I'm like, all right, whatever. They're like, and there's a girl in front of me and she's like struggling to like the you can either pick up a sword, a bow or a, a scepter or something. A sword, bow and staff yeah 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 so yeah they're like oh yeah you know the swords are the easy the scepter is really cool the bow is like the hardest, the hardest one, yeah the hardest one to use and she's like okay and she's like she picked up the bow and she's trying so hard to use this bow and it was just like struggle 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 and then eventually she got off and i got on and they're like i went straight for the bow i'm like oh, i want to try that how hard is this bow i want to see and uh they're like oh the bow is the hardest weapon there is and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I like literally sniped the enemy like first try, like <laughs> domed them, and then they're like, oh my god, this guy's good. Yeah, I remember. I didn't play the game, but I was standing right there, and you had the headset on, and the look on their faces told it all. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm just naturally good at VR games because there's, I don't know. Yeah, what good. was that other one? Uh, there was that one. alien game, and you got the high score of the day. Yeah. My yeah. score is like really low, and you like tripled mine. I'm like flipping my pistol around my finger and yeah, duck, dodge, <laughs> snipe, snipe, <laughs> boom. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyways, back to Bravo Team. Uh, the trailer, I was just like blown away. It looks super cool. Um, I don't know how PlayStation VR works. I'm. It's probably similar to like Oculus with PC. Yeah, it's just more exclusive to the PlayStation. Yeah, it's easy setup, controllers, boom. Right. Okay. Um, so the one thing I am concerned about is the gimmick gimmickiness of the controls. Like I haven't played a full VR game, so I don't know like how gimmicky it is and how 
And like what I mean by that is like how responsive it is to your movements and all that kind of stuff. No, I haven't really looked up this game, so I'm going to have to look it up after. But from what I've seen from other PlayStation VR games is the controls, they're very accurate, easy to use, and uh, they flow. Okay, that's good to hear. I might have to get a PS. We'll see. Hey, we've already talked about yeah, this. Yeah, it's yeah, not I've, you might, it's you will. I will, the I, question I is will when. stop receiving flack on this PS subject. Um, all right. <laughs> so, uh, like, I... I'm just super stoked to play Bravo Team because I wreck at Time Crisis at the movie theater, so I think this one will just be fun. So I, I just need a PS now. I've heard you say you wreck at games before, and, uh, well, <laughs> from personal experience, I can tell you it doesn't always work out. So hey, we'll see. I told you not to bring Pokemon Puzzle League up on the podcast. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on here. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, which already... Uh, has been released, so uh, it's being remastered on the Xbox One and the PS4. Yeah, this is uh, one of the most underrated games of the franchise. It kind of flew under the radar because it came out the same time as Assassin's Creed Unity, but it was only released on the last-gen consoles. So 360, PS3. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, this comes out March 20th, the same day as Sea of Thieves, so I probably will play Sea of Thieves before I play that. But uh, I didn't play this one, but the way you described how the story works um, really, like, is interesting. (laughs) You're a Templar, and you get betrayed, and then basically you go against the Templars. Uh, Well, you start as an assassin, for one. So you got a little mixed up, but yeah, you start the game as an assassin, you get betrayed, and you see what the assassin's order is more about. Uh, During this story, the assassins are more ruthless, and... They're actually the bad guys, and um, they he gets your main character gets saved, gets trained, and this time he becomes a Templar. Oh, okay, I see. That sounds a lot of like a lot of fun, man. It is because you always play as an assassin, so getting the Templar storyline was just a different take. Yeah, I kind of wish that they had at the beginning of each game they had you can either be an assassin or a Templar. That'd be cool, eh? It would be cool, but I think they'd have to make two separate games. It would be so much data. Yeah. I mean, the world itself is would be the same, maybe, but then the, the missions are different. Yeah. You know? Um, another thing that Assassin's Creed Rogue did that was amazing was it bridged the story of Assassin's Creed 3 and Unity. Okay. Now, going back to Assassin's Creed 3, this was the one that took place in the States where you played the half Native American and you were trained. um, I can't remember, but your master, the one that lived in the house that trained you, he's actually the Templar or the assassin uh, bad guy that you go after in Rogue. Okay. So he's young here. This is where he you find out he gets his injury and his limp uh, comes from. Okay, it's interesting. That's funny how that always that ha- seems to happen in games where it's like, oh, I, I trained you, now I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, but they never really explained this guy's backstory. So Rogue did. It showed what he was up to and his punishment. Any other games that you're looking forward to this year? I'm going to uh, say there's a couple. I'm not going to go full into them. I think we'll switch back and forth because we got to keep this a little shorter. But I'm going to say Crackdown 3. What do you think? Uh, I played Crackdown 2, and I was 
completely like turned off like in the first hour. Two was a rush. I think they were trying to capitalize on what one brought and two was a failure. Yeah. One was amazing. If you could go back and play it, you'd see a completely different game, something that's more enjoyable. Yeah. Three looks like they've gone back to that, the first style, and they're bringing it to the table. And I know I noticed that um, in the trailer, uh, or was it the trailer? It was. It was something they. They're everything in the world of Crackdown Three is destructible. Yeah, I, I think I remember seeing something about that too. That would be actually interesting because when you go overboard with your powers, you can uh, do some heavy damage. Yeah, and th- like. I just want to drive through buildings. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess you can only do that in games. Yeah. Though we do have a friend that has accomplished that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he still has a job somehow. Uh, and a license. Yeah. And a license, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, the friend we're talking about has crashed into a church, a church and, uh, twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Same church? Same wall, same church. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. Are you, are you Let's kidding? end it right there are and move kidding? on to oh another God. game. <laughs> um, what's another game you're looking forward to this year? Well, I mean, it's unofficial, but I'm I I'm getting my spidey senses tingling on Halo Six. But I I'm looking for the game that Halo Five should have been because Halo Five was garbage. Halo Five was a miss. Yeah. I didn't even pick it up at launch. I was not excited. I was, but as soon as they announced the end uh, or they cut out a uh, split screen co-op, that was it. Yeah. That wasn't Halo. And from what I saw of multiplayer before pre uh, in pre-release, it looked more COD. Yeah. Well, Halo 4 felt a little more COD, but you got used to it. Um I mean, it was Halo, but it was like trying to be COD in a way. Um, so that made me mad initially, but I mean, I got used to it after a while. Halo Reach is still my favorite, but um, yeah, five. I was I was reading an article in the magazine, on, like because who reads those anymore? I was on a ferry. What do you don't judge me here? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was reading this article in the magazine where they were talking about how it's a four player co op campaign, and I like that got me super stoked. Uh, cause like, that's what I want. Like, that's what Sea of Thieves is like, is, is exactly what I want. But then it's like, Oh, no one's ever online to play and yada, yada, yada. And then you get three dumbass AI friends and they, yeah, they ba- basically stand outside of cover and get shot at while they're trying to revive you. And then they die. It's like, well, you're dumb. Yeah, definitely not something I'm interested in. I did enjoy Halo five after, but it just wasn't Halo to me. Um, now we talked to, well, actually you brought it up, your spider senses. Now we got a Sony exclusive that was announced last year, Spider-Man PS4. Now this is a game that is going to blow minds. I have friends that aren't even gamers that saw this on YouTube and they're like, I have to buy a PlayStation. Yeah, I saw the trailer for this and it looks awesome actually like i've never played a spider-man game uh i haven't even played the batman games mind you yeah i i got a lot of work here why am i here why am i hosting this channel he's got a backlog (laughs) that uh of my games that he's gonna have to get through yeah yeah well that's why you're the researcher dude on this on this show here so i watched trailer and it was good and i mean 
the graphics look good, even the graphics don't matter to make a good game. Yeah, so I think with good. games like this, it's all about story. Yeah, does this do you know if the Spider-Man games draw from the comics at all? Apparently this one is its own story. It's okay. literally not taken from the uh the new Marvel movies or anything. It's it's standard. Okay, I see. That that might be interesting though because a lot of people it's hard to take especially like games that are made after movies, it's hard to take the movie and make it into a game, you know, and make it good because it's trying to it, it, it's recycling the story from the movie but changing it enough for it to be a game. It's you know, it doesn't usually work. Do you even remember the last time that there was a good game based off of a movie? I don't think I've ever played a game that's been based off a movie that's been good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, when you try to make a live action anime. That's why work. I think this Spider-Man is something different. It's not following a story of the movies or the comics. Mm-hmm. It's its own uh, yeah. uh, universe. Well, if I ever get a PS4, I will. I should just wait till a 5 comes out. Uh. Yeah. I saw... I mean, this isn't an official design or anything, but I saw someone saying if the PS5 looks like this, it's going to blow the Switch and the Xbox out of the water. And they they had this really slick design, and the controllers were... Um, like, the two handles that you hold on to detach from the center part where the analog sticks are, and then those become the VR controllers for PSVR. That would be a very interesting concept. I think it could work out better than um, the normal VR that we're playing with now. But it all depends on the accuracy and um, the flow. Okay, sounds good. Well, all right, uh, we're going to start wrapping this guy up here. So uh, we have uh, social, We usually do one uh, social media question per episode, but since we're just starting out here, we're going to have one for the first couple. Uh, it is, which games are you most excited for this year? And we'll put that on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Google+. All right. Thanks for listening to the VGN podcast. Let us know your thoughts on our website at videogamesnow.ca. And from there, you can find our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, or whatever you are into these days. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon, where your donations will net you some sweet benefits, such as scene videos, bloopers, exclusive content, and more. We'll give links on our website, which was videogamesnow.ca. See you all on the next one.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.